0: Back,
1: like nothing ever happened,
0: no break whatsoever. Everything just kept on going. Uh, hi there, I'm Orlando
1: and I'm Ricardo Deacon.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the recommendation game, a film of the week podcast where we take turns to recommend a film the other has not seen. We watch it and then we meet to discuss it. I remembered what we do, and <laughs> I remember English. <laughs> you? Um, did, well, as did far as you? <laughs> did you, um, <laughs> yeah, you should
1: get on Duolingo. <laughs>
0: um you're listening to dublin digital radio uh we have been away for a month and why was that ricardo uh
1: i was away in south america very doing nice. south american things very uh, nice
0: getting a tan he is very tanned although it's already yes. fading in this february winter no no no. It's no, no, still no, there. no 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 just let this lie let it's the light it's a lie let them imagine <laughs> um, so the for his glorious return ricardo has pecked Fat City from nineteen seventy two. Yes. And the synopsis is <laughs> he's back with a plum and without any sheets. Um
1: The sheets are two hundred meters away. I'm just I too lazy to go and get you them. Fucking
0: didn't. So, um, <laughs> and the synopsis is Washed up boxer Tully is inspired to restart his career after seeing potential in a teenager, Ernie. whom he spars with at a gym. While Tully battles his past demons, including issues with alcohol, Ernie faces his own challenges. Pressured into marriage and sudden fatherhood by his (laughs) girlfriend, Ernie can shrug off his personal problems when he enters the ring. As both fighters continue with their bouts, Tully's star falls while Ernie's is on the rise. That feels like the movie I watched, anyways. Ha. 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 L-O-L. Uh, this movie was directed by John Huston, produced by Roy Stark and Joy Huston, screenplay by Leonard Gardner, based on the novel Fat City by Leonard Gardner, starring Stacy Keach, Jeff Bridges, Susan Terrell and Candy Clark. Uh, music by Kenneth Hall, cinematography by repeat offender Conrad L. Hall, edited by Walter Thompson and that's it. yes sorry production company no um yes and edited by walter thompson uh so ricardo why did why ever would you pick this movie from the 1970s with conrad hall as cinematographer set in an american city with um down and out characters why why
1: well it's uh i think i think it's uh, one of those film tropes that we both enjoy yeah. So I thought that I uh, take court, a sa- uh, court, uh, <laughs> uh, I take a safe bet. But also like uh, I been meaning to pick this movie for like years because I love this movie. Uh but my brother bought the book uh, for me for christmas and i was reading it when oh, i was on holidays gone. yeah yeah oh, okay. i read it when i was on holidays and i really wanted to watch the movie but i didn't have time so i was like oh yeah i would just like for the podcast <laughs> to watch it again
0: convenience it's a convenience watch
1: uh also like it would be i thought it'd be an interesting thing for myself to because i know uh, i hadn't read the the book before so when i watched the movie when i was reading the book i realized how faithful the adaptation is mm-hmm but it's uh, interesting because a lot of the book is in the internal uh, lives of the characters. They're obviously something that can't be translated in a movie. Mm. And it's always. Or can it? Through the eyes. And it's always interesting to watch movies that were adapted by the writer of the book. Mm. Even though, like, the ending in particular is very different, and I'll get to it uh, in a minute uh, when we get to discuss the ending. Um, but, Why uh, not now? First of all, like uh, something that I read about six months ago, and I forgot to mention, like uh, Cora Hall's dad was a very interesting character. His dad. His dad. Uh, his dad. Because
0: uh, first... his son is a cinematographer.
1: Conrad. Yeah, and uh, his dad was uh, um, during World War One. Uh, there was a law against Americans uh, during the. There was a law called the Neutrality Act. The Americans weren't allowed to enlist in foreign armies or whatever Mm. that were involved in the war. (laughs) And um, uh, Conrad Hall's dad uh, enlisted in the Canadian army, uh, like lying (gasps) and fought for the Brits uh, in the Battle of Luz or whatever. And then he got caught out as being uh, an American. Yeah. And he got sent back to America and he became a journalist for the New York Times. And then they sent him to France to interview people in the American scadrille. There was uh, illegal American soldiers that were flying for the French Air Force. And while writing the the story for them, uh, he ended up uh, joining the the Air Force, the, the French Air Force. <laughs> we'll take you son. And uh, fighting in the war. And then uh, he just when really, the Americans
0: really liked the Allies and really hated those Germans,
1: and then when the Americans joined the war force, he became uh, a pilot for the Americans. So he's one of only three other soldiers in the entire war that fought for all three major allies of World War One. And after retiring, he went to live in Trinidad and uh, not Trinidad, uh, Haiti, or somewhere in oh. the Caribbean. Maybe Trinidad and Tobago. I can't remember. And uh, he co-wrote all the mutiny in the bounty on the in the bounty novels. What? Yeah. <laughs> with the guy that he met in the air force.
0: <laughs> oh my god! He's had like ten lives. Uh, they went to. What live are together. we doing? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought like with the I I remember when I saw Conrad Hall's name, I was to like to get
0: into two different armies. <laughs>
1: What like imagine just going to interview people in the fighting like? What you tell your wife yeah, that? I, I really want to kill same. those Germans,
0: eh? Like what? Oh my god!
1: Uh, but and, and then, then you had
0: one of the best. Son, he turned out to be one of the best cinematographers of all time.
1: And uh, I I love the cinematography in this movie. I think that it, that's a pretty much a given when you're dealing with a car on the hall Yeah. But <laughs> I think that it is qu- it, it is one of his best movies, even considering his. Uber, let's yeah. say. Uh, even the, just the opening shot captures exactly what the movie is going to be like. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's quite interesting seeing John Huston direct this movie because most people of John Huston's generation, most directors, uh, are his peers, let's say, uh, even the ones that were making good movies in the 70s, they were still using the formal style mm. of the so 40s the and stuff.
0: He did the The Maltese Falcon. He did he?
1: Maltese Falcon. That was his first movie, which is like what? a good way to fucking start. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he did The African Queen as well. Uh, I do like his last movie, The Dead, as well, with Angelica Houston, who's his daughter.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but there's very few directors that are able to... Uh, considering as well that between African Queen, that is like fifty-two, and this, he didn't make a good movie in twenty years, and somehow mm. this this came, this came out, and uh, he it, it's so new Hollywood, <laughs> but not but it's like some dude that is like seventy, but I think that is uh, uh, important for the movie itself is that both him and the guy that wrote the book were professional boxers before they ah, became okay. writers and and. Uh, and John Houston always admitted that he wasn't a good professional boxer either. Like he, he's exactly what this movie portrays uh, mm. the the, the amateur side.
0: circuit. Yeah.
1: And I think that it's also interesting that this movie came out only five years before Rocky, and it's how like Rocky begins in the same. Universe, let's say, mm. and how that movie takes a completely different <laughs> approach to life in the uh, box. I think that is uh, we always talk about places and places as characters, and I think that Stockton is such a good, such mm. so, so fleshed out as a as a place in this movie. And uh, part of it is that uh, Houston uses very few professional actors throughout the movie. Yeah, uh, all the
0: sighted, incidental characters are very real.
1: Yeah, and uh, and uh, and this testament as well to Stacy Keach and uh, Jeff Bridges and the uh, the woman that plays uh, Tully's girlfriend, and uh, Oma. Mm. Yeah, and Oma that they're able to to really like inhabit that world. Like J- Stacy Keach feels like a boxer over the hill. Mm. Like I think the they cast him really well because. He is 29 when they made this movie, mm. and he's meant to look like a, somebody that has been drinking for 10 years, mm. and he looks like somebody that's been drinking <laughs> for 10 years, especially when you have him side by side by Jeff Bridges. Yeah,
0: because Jeff is fresh. And like... Jeff
1: is only, like, nine years younger than him, the, like, yeah. and you, you could almost say, like, Stacey Keach could have been his dad, almost, you know? Yeah
0: uh I, yeah we'll, we'll talk about that uh, though i that, that's interesting
1: uh i think the I, I really like jeff bridge's performance as well it, it's such a a short performance for one of his earlier roles as mm. well uh especially for the young gun uh would have been so easy for he could have slipped
0: um, into something really annoying like very easily
1: yeah and the, i think the the movie itself uh, i love um Ah, the the coach, the main coach, as well. uh <laughs> Just the way he's been. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, such a hustler. But I I think that the the movie is incredibly bleak and melancholic, but at the same time, it has a love for their for its characters. That it it never insults them, mm. even though they're uh, being kicked uh, to bits by life. Uh, is that kind of character in people that? especially at that time Hollywood wouldn't have, like, focused on. And I think that's why both the movie and the book were such a revelation when they came out, because uh, to have that authenticity, is like to think that this is a major studio movie. Mm. But without
0: very big actors in not, it, though. Not
1: very big actors. Uh, obviously, it fucking flopped. Uh, but also, the even with Scarecrow, that has a similar... Uh, similarities to scarecrow that Mm. i knew that you would point out besides the the road movie aspect the the conrad hall thing is that it still feels like a movie while this doesn't and that's why i think it earns its uh, ambiguous ending to say like that it is very episodic and it doesn't have a plot but i It is very measured in its approach to do that, Mm. for the movie to work. It's quite short.
0: Like, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. and uh, A solid hour and a half.
1: And even the decisions that is like, you see Ernie fight twice. uh, He gets beaten twice. don't see. And his his rise, you don't see. And you see Tully fight once, really. That is the last fight. And that last fight also, it's interesting because the guy playing the the fighter is uh, Sixto Rodriguez from uh, Searching for Sugarman fame. Like really? He's Rodriguez, yeah, yeah. Sugar man! That's Rodriguez and like, he doesn't have a speaking line or whatever. Like, uh, That's so <coughs> random. Uh, but even that, when you uh, mirror uh, Fat like the final f- uh, fight scene in Fat City versus Rocky, mm. is the in rocky you're telling uh, you're praying for apollo to go down in the last rounds because you want rocky to win mm. and in uh fat city you want uh of rodriguez to go down because you're afraid he's going to die yeah, in if the they ring hold him in there, like... and the it's so unglamorous it, like it looks like two elderly men beating the shit out of each other yeah, until they're about to dark to die and i think that the fight choreography is very well done because it doesn't it feels even that shot when uh um when ernie gets uh busted up that the camera just pans away but it's in one shot and then Mm. his face is covered in blood you know that off screen somebody like did the makeup but it's so brief and subtle yeah and also it's the uh, it pays off to the the idea that you don't see what happened because then afterwards they're accusing uh, the other fighter of headbutting him. Mm. But then you don't know if it is like big talk or not. Like I love that scene in the restaurant After afterwards. They all fail. Yeah. And they're like, good, oh, you it. got him beat. I've never there seen. Was it. I've disgrace. never seen anything
0: like that. Never seen it like oh, so good. And, uh, and the kids are just like shut up.
1: <laughs> and even the way that they it depicts the 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 farm workers, the onion toppers, and uh, oh the the
0: All you need is a woman with a good income.
1: <laughs> when the yeah they had one, and they let her go, or even like the 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 way that they chase uh, the American dream, but the American dream doesn't exist. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think that um, it is like. To think, like Stockton hasn't really improved at all in the no. like it, it fell for bankruptcy last year. as you know city. why
0: though? Because it, it was one of the places hardest hit by um the uh fucking mortgage <coughs> crisis, like during the like the fucking recession. Yeah, like just they the amount of development in like the nineties and early nineties and stuff. So the place like what four or five years later was so unbelievably overwhelmed by death that they had to fight for bankruptcy it's a fascinating place
1: and uh, it's still uh, a bedrock for uh, emerging fighters like there's uh, the Diaz brothers that fight in the UFC that Nate Diaz fought uh, Conor McGregor a couple of times he's from Stockton and uh, there's uh, a few other boxers that are from Stockton but much like ireland uh because I, I reckon stockton is about half the population of ireland or something it's about like one million two million people mm. uh they it, it has inordinately in when you have the culture amount amount of, you
0: produce really good fighters yeah yeah and also it's the, the same as ages.
1: like towns that are famous for american football or baseball and stuff like that that because you the infrastructure live, live is there for it yeah, yeah. so people it, are
0: constantly on talent spotting alert
1: and uh i think the uh it, the the synopsis there really undersells uh, yeah, the role of the, the the two female characters because both in the book and in this i think that they're both trouble for different reasons the mm. the characters but i think that they're both empathetic uh and sympathetic as well and uh in a way like Especially Ernie's wife, because Ernie is the secondary character in the movie as well. So she gets even less uh, screen time than Oma. Mm. But in the screen time that she has, like, she feels like a real character with uh, real thoughts. And like, uh, I liked a bit. Uh, she said, he says, oh, yeah, we we're, we've been careful. And she says, "If I'd been careful, I wouldn't have gone yeah. out with you to begin with." Yeah. Especially in the the space and society yeah, and I don't culture like that, how that been, portrays
0: you know? her, that she forces him into marrying yeah. her. Yeah. Well, like
1: it's, 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 I think that somebody that read the book, did the synopsis, mm. and didn't underst- fucking get the book because it's that Ernie thinks that she forced him, but even by reading the book, you realize that Ernie is being a fucking idiot. Yeah. The uh for one is the Ernie gets the typical guy thing that is like oh yeah I'm in love with her and then as soon as they have sex is like oh yeah I don't want to talk to her <laughs> I don't want to fall in love because I'm too busy fighting or, or whatever.
0: I have my life. Uh,
1: and uh, you're I interrupting I, that. I I really like Oma and also like the uh, her relationship with Ernie and that scene when the fucking Tully goes to pick up his shit and oh, he has that conversation God, with yeah. with Ernie. Uh, it is i think it's a movie as well that every time the uh the first time that i watched it uh I didn't expect the movie that it is I just saw it as like in the list of best sports movies mm. and I just thought that it was gonna be like a precursor to Rocky like like the fucking yeah, it... champion the movie with John Voight that like... is like his daughter comes up at the end of the fight and it's like I
0: love you daddy
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever I thought that it was gonna be like that and then
0: it's not really it... a sport movie like it is and it isn't <laughs> like
1: if, if anything is like what we discussed before about like anti-war movies if there is a movie that can be an anti-boxing movie <laughs> this is it yeah and uh i the first time that i watched it i was amazed by the amount of times uh, that uh it subverted my expectations but not in the fucking last jedi kind of thing that is like <laughs> oh we're just gonna do it to subvert Ooh, twisty, not to twisty, twisty. not for like a, I've a seen tonal shift those or uh, now uh, to like tonally tell the story of the movie and i think it it does uh it, it creates a uh uh a loving but uh, conflicted portrait of America at that time in general, and I think uh, I thought that you might enjoy it, uh, so I picked it, and I just wanted to watch it and talk about it. So without further ado, uh, <laughs> Orla McNeilis, what did you think of Fat City?
0: Well, uh, <laughs> first of all, welcome back, Ricardo. Uh, Also, welcome back to the 1970s, because I did miss those warm brown tones. Yes. uh, Immensely. Um, (laughs) Yeah, this is like, (laughs) feels like one of the most like New York films that's not of this era that's not set in New York. Like, oh, you know, obvious Taxi Driver, Serpico or whatever. Like, you know, there's so many examples there. But like exactly what you were saying, that they're films that use place's character and like location is so important to this movie. Like it's like I knew very little about that Stockton at all. I probably couldn't have even placed it in California. It's so funny like whenever it kind of if there's like small references to California, or whatever, like you forget that this is California because like this is like where Stockton is, it's like right in the middle of California. It's like landlocked by everything else in California. And like considering how big California is, it's like just miles away from anything else. So it's so like, like because obviously this starts with um, like aerial shots. Um, like the opening scene is really interesting. Um, I'd like this, by the way. <laughs> uh, <it's> like, <laughs> I was perking up there. Um, yeah, like it's it's this it starts with these like um aerial shots and they're quite they're not long shots. there's quite they're quite like just these simple shots of like this neighborhood and like it's very industrial um and like outskirts of a city but not in the way of like how the outskirts of la is you know what i mean it doesn't it doesn't look like other cities or even like when we were talking about um there's two california movies in a row cause we're talking about ladybird in sacramento yeah um you know which is a completely different looking place like just you know so interesting it's there's there's nothing of like the sunshine state you know what i mean and it, like it, it has like you know the the it has the heat and everything and like you know the manual labor of like working on like the farms and stuff but like it's, it feels like a very interesting, like very well set place, but it's very kind of like um, contained world, like even whenever they go out to the fields or whatever, and then they're coming back in and everything like it's quite a close movie, which I enjoy. And so much of this is indoors as well, or at night, like there's, there's not that much of them, you know, it's not like, you know, Midnight Cowboy or something where they're roaming around, like they're in bars and stuff, and there's a little bit of walking on the streets, but it gives you a sense of place. <laughs> and time without requiring loads of establishing of what it is and like a like there's not people talking about what Stockton was or what it used to be or you know it, it just of a place I knew nothing of and I felt like I knew it which I think is really really interesting and it's like a really hard thing to do and it because it feels so self-contained you get the feeling that um, there's no escape like Every, every character in this movie like even the guy who like runs the fancier club and runs the other boxing matches or whatever even that guy they're all trapped you know what I mean? like there it's just it's the endless it's the endless cycle and it's the use of cramped spaces and apartments and even the bars like the only part of it that feels open and light are the gyms um like even whenever in the boxing like the boxing matches are full of people they feel incredibly um, claustrophobic but like the gym particularly the first one it's like a massive open bright room um it's kind of an interesting thing of like you know that you know is boxing the way to escape this like prison of Stockton and like poverty and like the grind and whatever and um yeah like I know like I didn't um know how like nothing about this movie to be honest um um so whenever I was like oh boxing okay interesting and then I read afterwards and it's like oh this is one of the most highly regarded boxing movies and like I don't know anything about boxing um but, like, to me, it seemed authentic. Like, in the way that, you know, even whenever it's a sport that I don't know a whole lot about, like, even something like baseball or something, you get a sense of the realism and something being shot by people who actually took the time to care about the sport. Like, even in something like Everybody Wants Some, which I'm not saying is a great sport movie or anything, but, like, they take an awful lot of time to show you a lot of baseball in that movie, which yeah. I think is quite interesting. And, like, there's obviously numerous other examples. Like, he of cuts
1: them. the ball with the axe.
0: Well, yeah, obviously, but... Let's not talk about that Um, But yeah I I feel like the boxing Is kind of like It's like the metaphor For like the American dream That doesn't exist That it's It feels like This is the way Out of the darkness But in the end It's just another cycle Of like you know Birth and death Of of, like these Short lived careers And stuff It's just It's such an American story Of the life And the the birth It's like the birth And the death of a city And like the people Who live there And how like It feels like Stockton Never really got It's it never got going after a certain point, after a certain fall of like the like various recessions and everything that went wrong in the nineteen seventies. But um, so yeah, like I think as a way of like capturing the seventies and you know everything that was going on at the time, and you know like of the decade that had gone before and what America was really like at that time, like this movie really excels in it. Uh, in a way a lot of films that like, even films that we've talked about manage it but th- this is something less of like the paranoia of like uh the conversation or something which is kind of looking at another side of American life at the time that's obviously later 70s as well whereas this is much more about like just the degradation degradation of the like inner cities and like just how what people's lives were actually like so it's but without being like you know shoving your face into the it's not like poverty porn you yeah. know what I mean like there's there's desperation to these people's lives but it's not kind of done for it's not done for just the the sake of making you feel sh- you know what I mean and I think part of that is um, what you were saying about the characters um, and how you do feel that he does care about them and I think that's very very crucial in relation to one character um, which is Tully's girlfriend Oma Oma. yeah which we'll get to in a minute I think she's very interesting Um,
1: she won the Oscar for this movie
0: yeah which I'm not like I'm it's like sad that this movie flopped but I think that's great because like we'll talk about like that character in particular because I think it's really interesting considering it's 1972 but um, yeah just in relation to like the two kind of main uh, male characters um, I think like the whole sort of you know the rise and fall dynamic of the careers is interesting and I think it works well considering that like it could have been such a like trope but I, I think it's interesting that even though Tully looks about 40 um, he's not and he's very he feels juvenile he feels 30 he feels like he's come off the back of you know of having this like boon of a career and then you know the dive of everything going wrong afterwards and that he's not actually that old but he feels old and i think that's kind of interesting because he's not you know it's only 10 years between the two of them but because of where they fall in their lives it feels much wider but it's not it's quite interesting with it would have been a very different movie if this had been like um like jeff bridges and like the coach you know what I mean? Like the coach should yeah. be a boxer, and you know that's a Clint Eastwood movie. You know what I mean? Like that—that's just a whole different thing. Like that's not what this is, which I think is really interesting. Um,
1: and also, it gives you the, the the little parallel that you know that Jeff Bridges is gonna, even though it's going okay for him. At oh, the, it's end, the same. It's, it's gonna be the you're same. Seeing, until... You're
0: seeing your future. Like there's no, and especially because like even though they're different in certain ways they and you know even at the end where you have like jeff bridges kind of like shunning him or whatever it's like you are so close to that you don't realize how close Oh my god
1: it's so depressing when he's trying to start the oh car god, and kind of
0: trying to get away from him because that's such an interesting time jump that they do there as well i think like where it kind of goes and like i would talk about that as well because it's um it's quite interesting but I do think that Stacy um what's his name Keach. Keach is really really good also side note you know Rufus Sewell yeah he fucking looks like him he really does which is shout out to Eileen because Eileen's hand has been and always will be in love with them Rufus Sewell but um it's something in their their faces and their eyes the eyes tricky, they're kind of bulging eyes and they're like very distinctive there's just something that's really really similar but um um yeah, it's it's it, it's the ability of someone that works so well on screen because they kind of they he still manages to embody like you know, he looks grimy. He looks as shit as Diddick fucking Pacino does in um Scarecrow. Like he he looks he's sweaty, he's gross. Um but he still has the charm and he still has he's still handsome. But not like movie handsome, but like street kind of handsome you know yeah. what I mean of how like being able to charm your way to get things and you know and like charm Oma and stuff you know it that it, it's really interesting and yeah and like he's he slightly you know feckless like all the everyone in this movie is feckless like they're they're I not feckless isn't right That the right word it's like the combination of just you know <laughs> making decisions that will consistently just come back to you know cause more pain in the end of like it but there's no no bad characters in this movie there's no villain like you know life is the villain basically. You
1: know? America um, is the villain. yeah
0: exactly and it, it's just it's so bleak because it's i was thinking of like because there's california as well there's some i just think there's something so interesting about that um and like i i do think that the um like this, everyone is just so fucking lost like there's no one here that there's you know barring maybe the coach who seems to kind of have it together but he's got his wife he's getting picking his fighters whatever but you know that he's you know scrambling for the money as much as anybody else is um but i do think it's interesting how it switches as well as you're saying between the two characters and and what it chooses to show you and stuff and how it plays with time and I do think it's interesting because for a movie that you know like nothing really happens <laughs> like, especially when you read that synopsis and you're like oh yeah so uh, like,
1: it sounds like it has a plot yeah
0: because I read it on IMDb I don't know if I read that one but I read a similar one on IMDb and I was like alright okay so it's going to be the two warring careers and you're like okay it's a star is born and um, oh god <laughs> it's not a star <laughs> um, someone in this movie artificially lowered their voice like Elizabeth Holmes it's a like a
1: a star was killed before it could even form.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, like, it, it's... Uh, it, it's it's not that movie, which I'm so grateful for. Because I was kind of like, okay, and boxing, okay. And then you watch it and you're like, that's not what that movie's about. This movie isn't really even about boxing. Um, it's not about a shark. Um, but yeah, the, the female characters, um, like... I find it really interesting that Oma is really unlikable. I mean, like, more unlikable than, like, the beginning to be, especially, like, really unlikable. And manages, like, the fact that this is 1972 and they had, like, what is quite a prominent female character who is given development, feels real... But is not there's no there's not there's not she's not given like a let up of like you know oh that she's suddenly you know like she has moments of of like tenderness or whatever like often when she just needs to be looked after by someone or whatever but it's there's no even at the very end like there's there's this small respite of of like whenever what do you call him comes back to her that's such a good scene when he gives him the t-shirt and everything and the way he talks about her and stuff and it's like you know you know she's had her problems or whatever and it's it's it should be kind of condescending but it's not yeah. Because it's, he clearly cares and comes back because he loves this odd, odd creature. Like that.
1: And it's not like the the way that they comment about interracial relationships yeah. is so odd as well. Like yeah,
0: the, it's. it's
1: Like so it's, odd that it's, it, it doing is in it. this movie. Yeah, and,
0: it, it's so strange. And I was watching it and I was like, God, she's annoying. But really compelling. Like the performance is unreal. And it's not like, you know, you know, he was thinking of something like, Leave in Las Vegas or something, which is a really good film, but you know, of, of that like drunker, you know, alcoholism porn, you know what I mean? Of like, the, or it's, you know, like fucking like the girl on the train or something where it's like, it's Emily Blunt, but she's playing an alcoholic. It's oh like, oh my, God.
1: it's like when they say about, um, Acting bit, yeah, they had the, the shouting scene that is like the Oscar. I'm gonna get the Oscar scene, yeah. In Mark this Ruffalo movie, was
0: really angry
1: <laughs> in this movie, yeah. Like, fucking, uh, like <laughs> fucking Leonardo DiCaprio is crawling really hard, <laughs> contorting my face. My face had to be contorted to win the Oscar. It's actually
0: contorted because I really did it in the woods and there was no daylight and it was cold and I ate a real bear.
1: Well Fucking Yorari Was Lubezki having a steak For the dinner Lubitsky
0: Floated about With all natural light
1: But in this movie When the, they hard. have the, the The fight scene Let's say The, the argument it's so not filmy. Like yeah. When, they, when he makes her dinner. and <laughs> Which, then,
0: somehow, I wanted. Because I was watching oh it. Oh my god, that fucking I was steak like, is I, cooked. I was, like, I was like, okay, I think they're done now. And then he just like, opens a can of peas. The peas are not cooked. The peas are not cooked. They are raw peas out of a tin. And he just pours them. And somehow, I was like, somehow that, I can almost smell that dinner Um, and when he grabs
1: the bottle of ketchup (laughs) that has been sitting in the sun and in the heat and he pours it (laughs) over the steak and it just comes out like watery ketchup it's so disgusting but like he just keeps eating but that scene feels so real
0: but it's such a good use of space because you really feel like and he's like throwing stuff on the ground that's like rubbish and the way he's cleaning and it's so haphazard because he's trying to like make things work. We're making dinner now. I'm making you dinner, you stupid bitch. But it's like...
1: <laughs> and then when she, she goes and goes, I'll have dinner. It's like, oh, I don't want you to have it well, if you don't want to. And they become like children. That are
0: oh my god it's so funny like that i love that Though he's like um it asks her did you not hear what i said that and she's just like i just woke up <laughs> but she's so like
1: i the drink her drink or choice cream sherry sounds what disgusting fuck, what the
0: fuck is cream sherry by the i don't way. want to know no and it comes out in these weird tall glasses as well <laughs> i don't understand anything of that well, at the same time, it somehow makes sense for her. I don't know. It's it's so bizarre. Like it, it, it's it's. Like, that's
1: the thing. She feels written as a male character would have been in that yeah. era.
0: Like she's freaking dust, like Dustin Hoffman or she's you know what I mean. She's Al Pacino. It's so it's so strange. It's it's like it's the kind of role that would only have existed as like uh, the like you know in theater or. But you know it's it's so odd. It it feels. It, it feels as if the sh- it was a male character and they just changed the script or. I don't know. it's it's really bizarre, it, it but in the book, it's uh, the
1: dialogue is nearly line by line what the book is, mm-hmm. like uh, as an adaptation except the the ending. Uh, the ending is quite different in the the movie than the book, but yeah. the rest is pretty much the same,
0: yeah, I think as well, like you mentioned it there, the um the incidental characters like just. That slip in little sections of just brilliant dialogue and like we, we would have feel would have felt really like out of place if the like the act of the if their main characters yeah. felt like they were actors playing you know down and out people
1: yeah like when he's in the in the field that he goes to the old timer uh how long does it take to get used to it it's like oh, i've been doing this for 25 yeah, and years and like, i'm not stooped. used to it yet. <laughs> yeah or like the face of the the old guy at the end in the in the in the bar. Oh my god! Yeah, he's that like is so sad. Maybe he's happy or whatever. Like. It's so
0: sad because they're like feeling superior to yeah. this guy who's clearly having a lovely time. By the way, like this guy's just happy to serve them coffee, and they're just like, "Geez, you know, you could be that guy." And it's like, lads, <laughs> again, this idea that like as long as you're as long as you're doing better than somebody, that it's okay. Like that's such a weird like location as well and like there's that one really strange freeze frame moment that
1: oh yeah when well, he's uh, l- uh, he starts uh, watching the the gambling
0: yeah that was odd mostly just because it was 1970s effects and I was like oh yeah. oh oh <laughs> what's happening um, but
1: I I liked it because it gave you the sense of disorientation of yeah. a drunk that realizes where he is
0: yeah and just the, how drunk he is yeah
1: that he literally just copped up a- Copped on where he's at. Yeah. Like, which is uh very I, I think uh, it is quite clunky, but at the same time it works because
0: I like the idea of it. It's yeah. the execution is just weird. Um but that's another thing as well that it's a movie where um you like you feel that they're drunk. Yeah. Rather than something like fear and loathing that is going like doing handstands to try and illustrate each different substance. Yeah. It's like this is something that is just you're like, yep. Yeah. You know, and it's you know everyone's been drunk or whatever, but it's it's you you feel it. it's like it's like waking from.
1: looks bloated at the end. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, oh god,
0: by the very end, yeah, and like you, I swear to God, like they like shave bits of his head because it looks as like the hairline is like just getting sadder and sadder and sadder in front of your eyes, like it's as if it's like floating out of him, like and it just and it's because he's just becoming more and more, and like you see it in his mouth as well. It's quite like. It's quite like Walking Phoenix almost in a way of the way he kind of like plays with his face. Oh, yeah, like
1: he also has a boxing scar yeah. that is real. But even the makeup is quite good for the time. Like, he, yeah. like Jeff Bridges broken nose at the end. Like, yeah. It, oh, it feels oh, yeah. Quite natural to think of like that. That's like yeah, 70s like the, makeup.
0: The, but the scenes, the boxing scenes are like particularly the the very last one that is just that is a tr- like it's awful to watch because it's so brutal and because you know that your man is like dying and that whenever they come in they're like you've been checked out by the doctor it's like oh yeah yeah he's good to go he's good to go boss and you're like no he's
1: not it's so bleak as well like he just runs comes into town by himself goes pees a bit of blood and then goes takes fucking 10 rounds of getting his ass whooped and like giving some back as well and then he just gets dressed and leaves yeah and it's Like, that's his life. And that's probably, like, the...
0: And for that one small moment, he's, like, oh, you know, defending champ or whatever. And, like, when they... His name is announced and people cheer. But, but, like, this room of, like, maybe 300 people. You know, it's... Yeah, it's, like, giving some sort of, like, semblance of meaning or worth to your life in something that is so brutal. It's, like, ugh.
1: Or even, like, that scene in the... the, After the first fight, the, the... they make Ernie take off his trunks and give it to another man oh, because they only have one trunk. They're and- covered
0: in blood. It's <laughs> <laughs> not
1: your blood. Don't worry about it. And uh, also that ending, like when uh, oh, he God. sits. Oh God and goes like oh uh, come on just sit here for uh, let's talk a little bit more and they just sit in silence and yeah. the credit starts rolling i was like oh, oh i was like
0: oh my god my feelings and then i was like i need it and then i like went back in the center and i was like i really need something cheerful so then we watched some justified and we dug coal and everything was fine but um yeah it was pretty i watched that in like fucking like monday or tuesday or something and i was like oh <laughs> life is bleak um but yeah no i really like that ending i was just like yeah anything that makes me think of michael clayton <laughs>
1: oh yeah like uh, uh it, it reminds me of that but also how how good like they the keep i uh, i don't know how john houston is able to make this movie at, like 70 or <laughs> I something i know
0: it's so bizarre yeah it's like it is so New Hollywood, like it's stupidly New Hollywood, but it's also a boxing movie. It's like it's so interesting. It it, it could have been cliched in so many different ways and isn't. And you're like, that is really quite interesting.
1: Like I, I think it's uh, one of the um, one of the things that you're mentioning about the 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 female characters and stuff is that um, even the the how it deals with race, the movie mm-hmm. is, is interesting how uh the few times that it calls attention to it to itself uh, because it is america at the end of the day is like oma mentioning that how the mexicans are staring at them because they're in a mexican bar and she's mm. like they don't understand that we're like their friends like the, mm. it's the kind of people there? white people they're so down in their look that they're like they can't even be racist because these are the they're outcasts the same way as yeah. uh and not saying Most that like
0: immigrants are yeah. Yeah yeah, it's funny, like just, just I watched the new Liam Neeson movie last yep. night. Um What's
1: the name of it again?
0: <laughs> Cold Pursuit. Um
1: why is there always this generic <laughs> names? Like, but walk lo- Among gravestones.
0: Let's just say that um it doesn't it's not i wouldn't call it um subtle around um race relations let's say um and obviously this is a much better movie but just the fact of comparing those two movies in my head because they were both there in my head of something that was made in like 2018 and something that's made in 1972 it's yeah. like guys try just a little bit harder
1: and uh, i i quite like as well how it never calls attention to itself but the vietnam is overbearing over yeah. everything that is happening and i think that the best movies of that time uh, similarly speaking like taxi driver that you mentioned mm. that the best movies of that period are the ones that don't tackle it head on but it's just there it. yeah it's like
0: a haze of just yeah,
1: because the book was written in 69 so like vietnam was already like four years uh there and it's it's almost like the the poison that infected the water that it was america the america was already fucked but yeah it, it made it completely worse that... it was
0: a rapid decline after yeah. that
1: and it's almost like that you've seen uh so many in so many other movies and stories that people getting married because you couldn't be in the draft to get married so even though in the book it doesn't say as well like mm. you can d- really think that ernie's getting married as well because that helps as mm. well that you can't
0: <laughs> and a baby yeah yeah
1: i think it also because of its love for its people and characters and its uh, lack of judgment for them even with uh, oma the uh uh was uh the name of the um, her, Ernie
0: Is Ernie Jeff Bridges Yeah
1: sorry uh, It starts with Ernie Earl
0: It might be Earl
1: yeah the, the Earl says this. Oh yeah She's a drinker On account of her sad life mm. And then Your head just runs through The typical Kind of Probably a drinking father mm. God knows What he did to her
0: Yeah Maybe she had to leave home When she was yeah. young Maybe she was really young When she got married The first time Like yeah, it's a whole...
1: Yeah, because she had three husbands and one died. I Like, also, I quite like uh, their courtship as well. As uh, like, you can trust in me. And yeah,
0: stuff. Then you keep saying it. It's so funny because it's like, it's one of those scenes where it starts off one way and ends up completely different. But you you totally go with it, even though you're like, guys, <laughs> don't do it. But at the same time, when they're walking down the street and they both of them feel so sincere... That it's, you know, that thing of being at like, it's just like that kind of drunkness of, and that, you know, of, of just kind of where you're like, you switch, where you're kind of like, you're suddenly like, oh, and they're both like, just suddenly like enamored with the thing, the whole sort of like vibe of it. It's it's just really interesting and how, like the way he turns as well, and like the way he's so adamant about, it. he's like, I would never hate you. Like, what, is, what are you talking about? And she's just like. Oh right, okay. (laughs) This is
1: new. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. I think Earl seems very nice, but you know, it's just interesting though the way of, like I think so. What you're saying about um, subverting um, expectations as well of what you think is going to happen, even within when you realize what the movie is. I think it's kind of interesting that even that. You kind of think that he's just gonna leave Oma and you're not gonna see her again, but instead you get she gets a little bit of an ending there with.
1: And you also think that there's gonna be a, a rise and fall, but there's no rise. There's just fall and fall and fall and more yeah, fall. Yeah, well,
0: it's sort of like kind of you know sideways for a little bit and then down.
1: <laughs> and uh, even the way of dealing with relationships, uh, the uh, it's so realistic the way the. Um, for example, that he rings uh, the coach to get him out of Oma's apartment because he can't break up with her. <laughs> and then he's pissed off with the coach for
0: oh, come breaking to the them bar. up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he, like, takes them out of the bar. Oh, yeah. I, it's just something that's so, It's so something that always make, just makes me think like, of Bethnia and I of how, like, the sheer level of drinking of people who have no money. <laughs> it's like, and you're sitting there, you're like, but you don't like stop drinking all your
1: money yeah in the book he goes quick because every time the he goes to the fields in the book it, like it, it tells exactly how much he's earning mm. and then how much he has to give for like the rent of the motel that he's living in it kind of like he goes out to drink
0: you know, it makes me think of on the road as well um just obviously an earlier time but that one of the things that always stressed me out about that book was how little money he had and how they kept going out and buying more beer and stuff. And I was just, but but you don't have any money, Sal. You know, it's like, like
1: his wife.
0: <laughs> yes. But like, you know, if I was like, oh, and then I went, I got apple pie for dinner. It's like, stop eating apple pie! Get some dinner. You know, it's like the whole thing just stressed me out. But um, yeah, like, uh, so with Dale and I as well. Um, so we go down the, the the labor exchange. <laughs> it's actually kind of fashionable.
1: <laughs> like a,
0: I love Richard E. Grant. Oh, a, I saw... Um,
1: uh, will You Ever Forgive Yeah, which good?
0: I... I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like, I don't know what's interesting about it is that, like, he's good, but he didn't like blow me away or anything he was kind of just like a camper with milk me. but melissa mccarthy is brilliant she's really good it's a really like affecting movie like i wasn't expecting to be like like it's like that's another it's like it's funny because it's not a million miles away from this and how because she's a woman who's like they're both really down in their luck and it's the same thing like they're both it's another really good portrayal of alcoholism of it, like, not just being someone who's, like, you know, Julie or whatever, of, like, the, the schemes that you will concoct just in order to have those, like, wild nights of feeling like, like you're... Already... This is
1: not 28 days.
0: Like, that, as well, is the kind of movie where, um... You feel, you feel every drink, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like You know, like, whenever you're watching, because wake Friday* is always the best example of both drinking and hangovers, um, of how you feel every drink. And you're like, oh, my God. And you're like, you can feel your own liver contracting with the, the sheer effort of it. And, like... That's something just that
1: just from uh, empathy uh, from watching movies because I wouldn't know how that feels. Yeah, like. yeah. no,
0: no, not at all. He's <laughs> just a little eyebrow wiggle there, which I enjoyed immensely. Um, but yeah, like it's 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 not an easy thing to do in the way that like something like drug addiction isn't easy to portray either, and to do it in a way that isn't like gratuitous either. if you know, like I haven't seen Beautiful Boy, but I don't have a massive desire to, as much as I like the two actors in that um because it's just it's, it is
1: the definition of oscar bay <laughs>
0: yeah and it felt if it, it feel it feels like you know little pretty actors playing downtrodden you know and it just yeah, meh so um we did talk about the ending didn't we um oh
1: yeah like uh, the the ending in the book the the difference is the in that time jump that it has there's a lot more detail that goes on and i think the uh, I don't know if I would have felt this way reading the book coldly without having watched the movie mm. but I thought that it was like too much information of anything in the book mm. and I thought that it was a very interesting choice oh, yeah. as a writer like because the rest of the movie is like beat for beat uh, the the same as the book mm. there's one or two scenes. There's a bit of Ernie and uh, his wife that got cut out, but I think it's more for like censorship and stuff because they get depicted having sex, they're like uh, mm. home marriage or whatever. But I do like the, the discussion as well after they have sex. That is like, oh, was I good? And it's like, yeah. No, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you implying? Oh,
0: what does he say? What's the line that he says, um, you were sensational or something? yeah what does he say he says something to try and placate her and you can see where he just says whatever then he kind of goes shit oh no he says oh no
1: it wasn't like it was your first time and she's like oh what are you implying you're saying Ooh. that I'm lying or
0: no that, like that, that it didn't seem as if it was your first yeah. time because you were so good baby and she's just like what <laughs> It's a fine line here uh, between insulting me and insulting me. Um, but, <laughs> yeah.
1: But I think at the ending, the, the kind of not being described the fall. Like you know you can fill in the blanks yourself. Yeah. And also like with Ernie you don't need any anything more. Like he he's going to become totally down the... Like, yeah. Something's going to happen. He's going to get a back cut or mm. injure a knee or... And
0: like what what are his other... After the boxing is over what is there? Because you know he doesn't have any other skills that we know of like it's
1: well stockton is precisely the kind of place that you get fired from the box factory
0: <laughs> or being <laughs> a fry cook uh, i don't know how to cook i didn't either <laughs> yeah um, that he
1: fucking cooks the worst things ever you could have fucking uh, put it in
0: fire. could have I been I a know. frisbee <laughs> yeah there we go um
1: it's one of those things that I thank Christ that the producer of this movie was not a good producer. (laughs) Because there's no way this movie would ever make money in any era. Like, even in the streaming era. Like, how do you sit people? Yeah. Like, it takes fucked up people like me and you to enjoy this movie. (laughs) And to choose to watch it (laughs) as well.
0: And to choose to watch it in advance. Like, not even throwing it on. You went and read the book for fuck's sake. like, And
1: now you sat there on Monday (laughs) jet lagged (laughs) and rubbed my hands to go I gotta be witnessing some misery right away (laughs) yay we
0: are fucked up people um but you know our audience loves us uh Ricardo what's your favorite thing
1: I think it's a a a toss up between the cinematography and uh, Stacey Keach's performance Mm. Uh, I think uh, the script and Oma and all the Side characters uh, in, in the boxing club and in the fields and in the bars, they all bring a sense of life to this movie that wouldn't ex- ex- exist without them. Mm. But without Stacey Keach's performance being <clears throat> so equally uh, realistic, all those things would fall by the wayside. And, like, obviously, Jeff Bridges gives a uh, equally as good performance, but he's not the main character in the movie.
0: Mm, and he has less to do as
1: well. And also, I have to mention that I, I had forgotten that the, this is the movie that had uh, originated the movie. Take the ribbon from your head.
0: Yes, we didn't get to soundtrack.
1: By, yeah, the soundtrack is... the, the, the that is actually, Chris
0: Christopherson yeah. fucking everywhere. <laughs> like.
1: Do you know how Chris Christopherson got his break? Yeah. was it this Funny. movie? No, Chris also <laughs> got his break because he was a helicopter pilot for what? oil rigs in like uh, Jacksonville or whatever, like in Tennessee, off the coast of Tennessee. He used to like ferry people, and on the way back one day he went <laughs> fuck it, and he took his helicopter and landed it in fucking Johnny Cash's backyard and went, I write songs, here's my song and Johnny Cash was like okay. who the fuck <laughs> I'm Chris <Christopher laughs>
0: Jefferson.
1: So like yeah, I'm one of the highway men now. But like I quite like the, the it, it is very Harry Nelson fucking everybody's talking about me yes. in the beginning. But <laughs> But besides that I, I love uh and the cinematography like Coral Hall can't do no wrong, but I think that it's a lot more effortless as a piece of cinematography mm. than even like how dark it is in the morning when they're waiting to get like uh, picked mm. to to go to the fields. And it's no matter how depressing it is to be in seeing the work baking work that they have to do in the fields. It's even more depressing to think that they are the lucky ones. They are the ones that got yeah, chosen to
0: actually make a bit of money that day. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
1: And it's 1972, and it feels like fucking the Great Depression kind of. Yeah, even
0: just the way that they're in that the trucks they get into and stuff. It's yeah, it's bleak.
1: What about yourself? What's your favorite thing?
0: Um, I think it, it's oh shit. <laughs> what did you do? Um, I think it's something kind of similar. Um, to what you're saying there of like Stacy, um, Stacy Keach, but also I think that kind of with the like the idea of Stockton, Stockton itself. Like I, it's 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 one of those places that like tells the whole story of america <laughs> so yeah. and like the the rise and fall and the fall further like it's but
1: remember or there's no poverty in america it's just the middle class
0: <laughs> there's only one type of poverty um relativity is not a concept um <laughs> yeah like it, it's 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 really it's it re- i really like i i just love places that are that are able to be so evoked even yeah. somewhere that i know nothing about and i just think that california on screen in weird other places that you don't think of that are part of california i find that really interesting and i think that in conjunction with um stacy because like tully is such an embodiment of the place because you know, you, you hear of his past and what he you know, ten years in the past of like, you know, being this young, you like in the sixties kinda you know, like can you imagine what that would have been like in like a slightly different Stockton. You know that that I think that it's he kind of embodies it, so as he sort of trudges along as he's like going sort of further and further and further downhill as the place fall, you know the house is burning down around him basically, so it's it's just it's really and even the
1: opening scene uh how it's so hard to do what he does in that scene that mm. it's like realistically none know where something is, yeah and go from space sp- <laughs> it, it's such a hard thing to act
0: it's so simple but so difficult
1: because yeah. it, you can't go like oh i have to go here and there mm. or whatever and it's you like, have to oh.
0: really look as if you're looking but you're hungover yeah <laughs> like, yeah
1: it really sets the tone for the rest of the movie like the mm. long shot and everything and i think the it's a movie that keeps uh surprising you in the very interesting way it's uh even if it came out nowadays i can see a lot of critics going like oh it's meandering the pace is glacial yeah yeah, yeah. you see that
0: a lot on um like the amdb reviews of people going like it's a bit slow at times like no it's not
1: and i do think that it's a perfectly judged at 90 uh like another 140 minutes it couldn't have been longer yeah
0: it feels perfect yeah
1: Uh, what's your least favorite thing orla
0: um
1: Oh yeah, it's always a good movie. A good pick when uh, somebody struggles too. Uh,
0: probably like I. I really don't like that fight, just for like the obvious reasons of why it's a good scene. Because it really it feels you feel the hits every, and as the rounds go round, like as each each like, oh god, the sound of it as well. Like the sounds of the punches are. It feels it's just too real. Everything is so shabby you know like even their outfits and you know even whenever like he's hanging around oma's um um apartment or uh, he gives her her um his robe yeah that's like has his name on it and stuff and it's like it's, everything is grimy and it's just that scene of and how they like sponge his face and everything and oh it's awful like oh, someone the, is gonna yeah. die and like in the end that he wins and he doesn't even know he's like oh yeah did i get knocked out yes yeah and then they're like kind of carrying them down the road or down the hallway and it's like it's such a like and they're like turning off the lights and like oh it's so bleak so that but I mean it's obviously great but at the same time it makes you feel really uncomfortable because it's very realistic and I don't like boxing as I mean like violence in general but boxing is just something it's like just the slow violence of it that I don't enjoy it's like torture it's like oh my god stop hitting each other in the face what was your least
1: favorite thing? I think uh, at parts, the soundtrack. And, uh, it starts <laughs> getting like really weirdly like guitar swinging. <laughs> yeah, it's a of. bit
0: twangy after a while, Yeah, I didn't notice it too much. But there was, I think there was one.
1: I think that it, it's more, it's not the music. is that it's scenes that don't need music. Yeah, They're just it's a bit of And then it's like in the background. <laughs> like I would have preferred if they Banjo. had the pots because they are in the bar. Yeah. put something a little bit more subtle but as diegetic music so it's in the in the background of the soundtrack instead mm. of like even if it was the same song but if it was like pretend that somebody's listening to country music in the speakers or whatever mm. you know uh instead of being like right in front ding 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 ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Why, why am i doing the fucking crazy frog i
0: i don't know um <laughs> your guitar sounds are like you know crazy frog banjo i don't know um <sighs> Anyways, um,
1: that's the name of my first <laughs> album.
0: Oh that was Fat City. uh oh, the perfect Valentine's Day movie. Yes. <laughs>
1: I forgot that we were gonna be recorded this on Valentine's Day.
0: Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Um <laughs> Happy Valley, Sab. Um yeah, so uh thank you Ricardo, I really I really enjoyed it. Um thank you for coming back. Um, <laughs> thank you <laughs> with such a jam. Uh, where can they find us
1: they can find oh Jesus let's see if I remember <laughs> they can find us on Facebook recon- they can find us on Facebook the recommendation game on Twitter at the rec game the recommendation game at gmail.com is our email they can also find us on Mondays 11 to 12 on Dublin Digital Radio, and our uh, back catalogue of episodes are on the Dublin Digital Radio Mix Cloud. And if you want to support uh, Irish Independent Radio, please donate to the Dublin Digital Radio Patreon. Patreon. The, it's used to maintain the the, the station.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: And uh, next week's film is chosen by Orla McNeilis
0: miss lynn ramsey with you were never really here
1: but i just came back i'm here Lucky. fat phoenix he's
0: still a lovely lovely man lovely eyes on him oh i take him in a heartbeat although rudy mara mm-hmm.
1: well i haven't seen that movie clearly because this is documentation again so uh let's see what Ricardo thinks of that next week mm-hmm. uh, until then uh, thank you for listening
0: I was Orla Minas I was
1: Ricardo Deakin.
0: <laughs> see you next week ciao